Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A Northern Virginia judge denies a move to seal papers in an alleged neo-Nazis trial. I'm Acacia James. Wes Moore gives his first speech since cinching the Democratic nominee for Maryland's governor. I'm Shana Stulen. Phase two of the Silver Line could mean plenty of jobs in the region. A new roadway study in Montgomery County is all about improving dangerous intersections. I'm Melissa Howell. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. It's another day of oppressive heat for at least 85 million people in the U.S. Across the Northeast, triple-digit temperatures are hitting the region for the first time in six years. In Boston, today's triathlon is postponed a few weeks out of safety concerns. In Bel Air, Kansas, those in one community believe the heat wave killed a thousand fish in a pond. With the really hot over in 100 degree days, that really takes the toll on the water. CBS's Wendy Gillette, the National Weather Service, says now look for increasingly hot conditions in the Pacific Northwest. Texas is really feeling the heat, says reporter Chris Fox in Austin. The heat wave and severe drought conditions have resulted in nearly 7,000 wildfires reported in Texas since January. Somerville County, just southwest of DFW, is added to the list of 73 other counties on Governor Greg Abbott's current disaster declaration. Over 6,700 acres of burn there so far. Fortunately, no deaths have been recorded. President Biden is recovering nicely from the coronavirus. That from White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha on Face the Nation. I suspect this is going to be a course of, of COVID that we've seen in many Americans who have been fully vaccinated, double boosted, uh, getting treated. With those tools in hand, the president's been doing well and, and, and we're going to expect that he's going to continue to do so. As to monkeypox, Dr. Jha says the administration's response is substantial. Just a few weeks ago, we had about 10,000 doses of vaccines out. Now we have more than 300,000. We're going to be releasing hundreds of thousands of more vaccines in the next days and weeks. The full interview is on today's edition of Face the Nation with Margaret Brennan. It's the last day of cycling's biggest race, the Tour de France. CBS News correspondent Elaine Cobb is in Paris. The final stage is from the outskirts of Paris into the heart of the city for eight laps of the Champs-Élysées to finish the tour. It's largely ceremonial. Race leader Jonas Vingegaard from Denmark is expected to easily coast to victory. Today also saw the revival of the women's tour, which hasn't been raced since 1989. Dutch sprinter Lorena Vibes took today's first of eight stages. A big day for a big man. Big poppy David Ortiz will be inducted into baseball's Hall of Fame this afternoon. He's the only one voted in by the baseball writers. Six more were voted in by veterans committees. CBS's Peter King, the nation's top military officer, is in Indonesia as part of a tour of the Indo-Pacific, saying the Chinese military has become much more aggressive and dangerous in the past five years. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, said the number of intercepts by Chinese aircraft and ships in the Pacific region of American and other partner forces has increased significantly. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 11.03 on Sunday, July 24th. 84 degrees, highs in the mid to upper 80s, but it could feel like 108.
morning. I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. It's going to be a Sunday scorcher. Much of the country dealing with sizzling temperatures, and that includes the D.C. area. A heat advisory is in effect here until 8 o'clock tonight. Temperatures will be in the 90s, but it'll feel way hotter. If it's possible for you to stay indoors, that's the best move today. But if you are planning to get out and about, stay hydrated and stick to the shade if you can. Go to WTOP.com for a list of cooling centers in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia to help you find refuge from the heat. A judge in Virginia has denied a move to keep documents sealed in the case of a man with alleged neo-Nazi sympathies who's accused of murder. The ruling follows motions by the Washington Post and the Associated Press to access the records, citing the public's interest and the news organization's constitutional rights. A Fairfax County Circuit judge says his order won't take effect for 10 days to give the defense and prosecution time to appeal. The documents pending release is expected to reveal more information from the years-long prosecution of Nicholas Giampa. Giampa was 17 when authorities charged him for the murders of his girlfriend's parents at a Hearn home. The case attracted national attention because of evidence Giampa supported neo-Nazi philosophies. Acacia James, WTOP News. Police have identified a man who died after a shooting in downtown Frederick. Frederick police say it happened early Saturday in the 300 block of North Market Street near the Old Town Tavern. They say an officer was patrolling the area when he heard a gunshot. Soon after that, officer found 26-year-old Michael Isaiah Olanayi, who'd been shot, he was taken to a hospital but died a short time later. Police are asking anyone with information to contact them. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's new Democratic nominee for governor, Wes Moore, is promising to work for all Marylanders and to take his Republican rival seriously. Plan on leading with a very clear understanding that every single Marylander is not just going to have a vote, but they're going to have a voice. The political novice beat high-profile Democrats like former U.S. Labor Secretary Tom Perez to cinch the nomination and take on Trump-supported Republican Dan Cox. Dan Cox represents the most extreme fringe of American politics, and simply put, he is so far outside of the mainstream that I believe he would be dangerous in the governor's office. A former combat veteran, Rhodes Scholar, and best-selling author, Moore has faced questions over his backstory, but has dismissed claims that he exaggerated his personal narrative. Shana Stulin, WTOP News. Pope Francis limited the use of the Latin rite at Catholic Masses last year. The Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington is making changes to abide by that ruling. Cardinal Wilton Gregory says the Pope's intention was to bring about greater unity in the church through the celebration of Mass and the sacraments in the language of the people attending. So effective September 21st, only three churches, all non-parish churches, will be the only places in the diocese where the old Latin Mass can be celebrated. Those are the Franciscan Monastery of the Holy Land in Northeast D.C., and two sites in Maryland, the Chapel of St. John the Evangelist Parish in Forest Glen and the Mission Church of St. Dominic in Aquasco. Baltimore City reaches a grim milestone, 200 homicides in the city so far this year, 21 just this month. The milestone came after police say a 52-year-old man was shot to death Friday evening. Officers from their Northeast District responded to a shot spotter alert on Montpelier Street around 7.30, and they found a man who'd been shot multiple times. Coming up after traffic and weather, the current severity of the threat from ISIS and Al-Qaeda. It's 11.07. Data. You've got to mine for it, make sense of it, and where the White House is concerned, protect it like our nation depends on it. 
Turn precious data into powerful insights with Z by HP. Our data science workstations give your team the confidence of hardware-enforced security and the power to pull rapid results from your most demanding data sets. Go to hp.com slash data science and see how Z by HP, powered by Intel Xeon processors, can help you do more with data securely. It starts with Meredith's desire to change careers and grows into a successful farming business. It starts with Tay's love for barbecue and grows into an award